The Lord Flores, ladies and gentlemen, the man behind this place, known as the Highbrow Room. Sky, how how does it just get more and more better? So I'm even using bad language right there, bad English. Every week, we're continuing the Lord Flores, with the, huh? the higher production quality. I love it, man. We got our we got our sound. Sound guy KO in the house. He's Sound guy KO once the, again. The, the show was sounding better than ever. It, it's it's amazing. We got cue cards. Inside joke to anyone <laughs> attending. That's we had to right. do with cue cards. Last week's show, by the way, and we, I I guess this is evident with the sound. As you know, we had Shane Lucas Price, yes. who you know basically told you who to fuck off the who entire screamed show. Screamed at me, right? Screaming at you, very angrily, very upset. You know, part of his shtick. We had the the mac and cheese demonstration. Right. Watching, was, you, watching you stare at boiling water is I, amazing. I that love was, it. If we could just zoom in. If they, we had a guy behind the camera to it. zoom in. I love that. it. You kept filling in time. You go, like, we got fire? We I got, mean, you don't get things boiling? I mean, what boiling? am I supposed to do you know, yeah, in this food segment? I, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed mean, we're, it. We're, we're, we're trying on that one. But it was, <laughs> strangely enough, okay, the, the download for that one, like how we said a couple weeks ago with Jamal's uh, episode, that one doubled that one. So the... Okay, to give you an idea of the numbers, okay, so like usually we have a thousand listeners on every month. That right. A thousand people listen to this and download the thing. So by April 17th, halfway through the month, we were almost at 2,000. So That's we gained fantastic. almost a thousand people in half the month. So I don't know, somebody's listening to this thing. So I like it. So more of the reason well, for Q where, where, where can so, you request the analytics? To find out what states were booming in or where, like we could be in Bulgaria. Well, we were we were trending in Africa for a while, but then we started to swear on the show. Right, and Africa doesn't accept swearing podcasts, FYI. But mostly America, Japan. Right. We got France. <laughs> Merci beaucoup, Pee Wee. <laughs> That's right. And then we got so people. I don't know Canada. People are digging it's, it. It's a very strange. I I just still don't get it. Three people, years into this thing, I just people still don't are get digging it. it, man. So. So I know, I, how was your Easter well, we, weekend, man? Oh, wow. I know you're not a, like a religious guy or anything. But, uh, that's always you, the first thing on my mind. Do you celebrate Easter? Easter. What, do you, what is Easter to you? <sighs> that's a great, innovative question, Sky. Uh, <laughs> I don't, don't think do too anything. Hard on it. I, I, it's just a regular day, man. You know, people got to work, man. You know, I actually had to work. On Easter uh, Sunday? On Easter Sunday, yes. So I actually had to do that. I actually had to finish up a mix that you've been hounding me to do that we'll talk right. about We're later. We're going to talk about that so later. So I had to do right? that. Mm-hmm. And... That's basically it. I had to work. I people work, and I had to work. So I so, went to my uh, yeah. my stepmom's house in Manoa, and we did a big Easter egg hunt for the nieces and the nephews. There's all the kids. You got all the all the kids. And kids stuff. running around. Did you have Easter egg hunts growing up? No, I no, don't think so. you didn't hang out with the rest Which of the family. Which is why I'm the way I'm today. <laughs> I had, oh, I colored eggs. I mean, see, it all stems from. Right, something. you colored eggs. But you I had colored- the fart smelling vinegar, and you like. I don't want to go that intently to right. what it was, but right. yes, I know a lot of pastels. Right. Uh, wondering if the egg's going to break because, you know, I'm not bright enough to know it's a hard-boiled egg. Right. Things of that nature that, my memories, so. 
So let's we get to back what you did. What yeah, did you so do? we basically hid like we hid like over you know probably 70, 80 eggs for kids. Wow. And these are plastic filled eggs, and my stepmom filled them with 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 quarters and cash. Wow. Yeah. You do you know when I was growing up, you know what kind of Easter egg like, hunt we had? They would we would color the eggs. They would you know the, these boiled eggs. Yeah. Then they would hide them. Right. And then we'd find these boiled eggs, and our reward is you get to eat these boiled eggs. Oh, those were the times, weren't they? We didn't have these money-filled eggs. The eighties. And the well. kids were just like they're opening all their eggs, and they're like cashing in. These kids are making like you know a good like seven, eight, twelve dollars okay. a piece. Yeah, wait a minute, wait a minute. What, what's the age range of these kids? It's, uh, I would say three to six. Really? Very young. And they're getting money. They're getting all cash. See, this is a situation that's growing in society today of this entitlement. <laughs> this is why entitlement's going on. It's going to get only bigger and worse. Because you give me, what are you give me kids money for, right? And I had to sit and eat like 12 boiled eggs. You know, you just get peanut butter cup, right? You, put, you know, what, what do you call that? Those other candies. Nestle Crunch, Kit Kat. Yeah, my stepmom said she did the whole hitting, hiding the chocolate in these plastic eggs, yeah. and they leave them on the yard, and they all melt, and then or or they for, the kids don't find them, and then uh, the rats the and rats come or whatever. Right? Well, so they, they said the cash is fun because then if she finds it later, it's like oh bonus, right? Like okay, there's ingenuity and it's in their backyard, so. But that's was that so that took up the entire day for nah, you. That what, took what? up for the most of the day. But I want to mention one thing. Have you ever heard of a place called Ahi Assassins? Yes. So it's yeah, located out. by Puck's Alley. Yeah. It's kind of hidden in this little, little, little spot. Yeah. And it's like on the top floor where like Frost City is. There's like two high guys. If you remember back in the day and people that remember Puck's Alley area, Well Bento used to be That's there. That's right. Well Bento was well there. Well Bento, right. shout out to. And underneath that used to be, and, and a guest is going to know this one store, The Beat was ah. there. Well, there shout you go. Shout out to... Slant, who's well, be you here. know, me being the shitty procrastinator that I am and got a family party and then it's like a potluck thing and then I'm like, oh, well, it's, Easter, it's Easter Sunday. Right. What do I bring? Right. So I go on Instagram. Uh, Ahi Assassins uh, has this chef's platter. So basically it's over two pounds of poke and smoke ice bread for 40 bucks. Really? And so, right. so you got I that. was like, you go in. It's four choices. They said open at Easter. Open on Easter. So I called up. I did, I did what you normally do. I, I do the high-pitched local voice like, oh, you guys take Can phone order. orders. Yeah. You hey, take to. phone orders. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know, you got to ask that. You got to do that. You and they're like, the of course we are. We're open on Easter, right? What do you need? And I was like, well, we want to order the chef's platter. Yeah. They're like, bro, no line, just come down. So we drove right. down there, no line. Uh, they had about eight different selections of poke, so we picked four for our platter. So it's a four, it's like a four-compartment platter. For 40 bucks? 40 bucks. It was over two pounds. And then in the middle of the poke platter, they, they fill it up with uh, their smoke ahi spread. Right. That's what they're known for, right? That's but the, the guy tells you right out the way, he goes, hey, bro, we don't give you chips. I'm like, okay. okay oh, good. It's fine. That's nice of him to say. Right, right, right. He's like, bro, no chips. I guess somebody probably asked. Probably, the right. The cheapos that some chips people are, right? Right. But I, I just want to give him a shout out because it was really, really good. It's a good, good. spot, yes. I've been really there. good, yeah. and uh, and the the it, it was the good save, and most of the time they said they're open on holidays, so right. that, that's a shout out, that's man. Pretty good. Like, were they Chinese? They, they yeah, were they, they were solid, right? man. So yeah. that's a good one. Forty dollars right. for the the party platter. That's so, good. Okay, uh, that, that's uh, efficient Easter. Anything else happened for you over the weekend? I heard you had an inter interesting uh, oh. experience at Nobu. I guess we'll get into this now. We'll knock this one out because yeah. So for the, for the people that don't know, and we, we mentioned the restaurant known as Nobu, 
Honolulu on this place, what used to be Nobu Waikiki. And of course, you know, the, the gimmick with Nobu is you just leave the cash on the ground because it's automatic $200 cash. You just go in there, throw the money up in the air because that's automatic no matter what you buy, buy Tamago. So you go in there, they, they move to Nobu Honolulu, and I, uh, I disc jockey at this location right. is what they, they say, play the music in there every third week, every third Friday of the month. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I try to get people to go, and nobody, nobody goes. Well, but, uh, in our defense, in our defense, we, me and Russ have gone well, to Nobu to support you. Right, and we what I just said. We hung out for two hours, and our bill was $300. Right. <laughs> and you just got two drinks. <laughs> yeah. And we got, like, I one appetizer, and it was four pieces. We had, like, two pieces of rim, two got pieces the of gyoza. and we were broke. We had to take out a loan. Right. I, 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 get, the, I get the deal. Right, so I... I, I post every week that I'm going to be there, and I just, you know, I go, you know, the, I do the hashtag be social thing and whatever, and no one. But that night, strangely, as I get there, it is fully packed. Every seat is taken. Sold out. I like it. So naturally, that already just, you know, opens my eyes up. And is there a convention in town? Oh, it's, it's, it's getting there. <laughs> and, and I notice out there, and I'm just, there's no other way I can say this. It was, it was all... African American men and Samoan women, woo, and like some it. Tahitians threw in there. It's the Rock Convention. It was. It's gonna get better. So the, it, it's all packed with, and it, so I find I had to find out what's going on here. What, what is what's what's happening? So it was a it was a party, a military party, Ooh. a military party for someone going away. Mm. Open bar. Keep that in the back and of your no head boo. for this story. Yes, sixty five dollars. A person at Nobu. Shocking. You, I'm not even going to say 69 All you can drink for $65? No, 65 bucks <laughs> and all you can drink. I don't know what, how that was pulled off. So they're going at it from, I started DJing there at 7 p.m. They were, they were already drinking away at 6 p.m. So already, you know, we're on drink number four with shot four at this point when I'm starting. So, so very interesting crowd pack. So then the... the uh, Thrower of the party, the, the head guy tells the manager, manager comes up to me if we could request some music for the night. And whenever I get that, especially at a place like Noble where it doesn't really matter, I, in the back of my head, I'm like, all right, here we go. So he, they requested R&B, Kanye West, stuff like that's not going to be out of sorts, right? right? No, we're not playing Migos here. Right. right. So I'm like, okay, I got it. That's fine. Half an hour in, okay, here's, here's incident number one. Half an hour in, one of the... Someone females humbly walks up to me and she goes, "You can play Homecoming." I'm like, "What? Which one?" You Beyonce. Oh, from the Netflix show? I don't know Netflix, bro. I'm like, "Okay." Um, <laughs> you want a Beyonce? You want Beyonce from Homecoming album? That's the only. That's the only album she get, right? <laughs> uh, she's got other hits. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just know the homecoming. Can you play something from that? Oh, I, I don't know if I got it, but I, I can play Beyonce. She got all the songs. She got all the hits. And then I just do that. I smile at her. And she goes, and she gives me that face. Like, they, if I ever try to joke, I, back in the day when I would DJ and people would request, I would try to just, just fuck with them right. and just, like, make you a joke. Want, you don't want to do this in this. In right. This well, I, I, I try to add humor to just make the thing lighthearted, but then I usually get a confused look in return because they just don't know how to re- retort back to me. Right. So she gave me this confused look. So keep that one in the back of your head, too. We got open bar. We got confused look of the Samoan. So then that's incident number one. Incident number two, one of the African-American gentlemen 
All of them dressed in suits. All of them dressed all really good. One of them comes up. And at this point, I didn't know there was an underlying thing about the African-American gentleman that I didn't realize until this man started to talk to me. So can you play like, like City Girls and play like, you know, something like, you know, like all of us can dance to? I'm like, like, like what? Something from like this past year. I'm like, I'll, I'll see what I can do. Anything else you want? Can you play like ballads from the weekend? I'm like, are we gonna? Yeah, can, can, we, can we bring it down a little bit? I'm like, okay. So at that point, I'm, I'm not thinking nothing. Very dressed up guy, cool. He's got, he's got a list, whatever. I don't, I don't care. He's got a list. Right. Uh, then other guys start coming up to him, and they all start talking, and they all, it, more of them, more guys keep coming in. They're all dressed up. And then they all proceed to sit at the bar. Incident number three now happens half hour into uh, this. They all start making out with each other at the bar. All the, all the gentlemen are making out with the other gentlemen at the bar. So we got a full makeout session with like four couples of guys. They're just making out. And I'm, it's packed, right? So I'm seeing all this going on. We got the, the Samoan girl. I'm trying to make sure that she's okay because, you know, she wants Beyonce from like 2019. So we got all this going on. Seems like a Beyonce crowd, though. I, is, it, is it the bees? So, <laughs> and Madonna. Well, she has a new, I don't even want to go there, but she has a new album, too, that yeah, came out. Right. So then as this is going down, incident four, I think I'm at, I see a credit card on the ground. I thought it was one of those gift cards that they get, like, you know, like those, those Visa gift card things. So I don't even pay no attention to it. It's, it's right next to me. Everybody's coming up to me saying, I'm like, yeah, whatever. They're pointing down. Finally, one of the guys that worked there picks up the card, and he's like, oh, is that a gift card? Or, oh, no, it's a real card. It's the, it's the guy throwing the party's card. So then we look at it, and then we look at the gentleman's name of the guy of the party. Are we really calling him out on the show here? I'm not going to use his real name. But it sounds similar to Devante Swing. Ooh, I like it. Not Tony, Tony, Tony. Is that Tony, Tony, Tony? Jodeci, man. Jodeci, yes. Devante Swing Hey, I'm, 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 you know, I'm in a funk after this story. So we got the, the, the credit card is there. Devante is losing his credit card. Uh, more making out going on. And then if it, if it, what would be the, okay, when, when, you, when I describe a party like this, what do you think would be the, the climactic ending to this? Could you, could you guess what the ending, the grand finale to really put this at over no, the top? At Nobu? At Nobu. Like a cash fire orgy. <laughs> Close. So we got to have a girl knock out and fall on her face. Oh, okay. So girl, of course, after drink 29, boom, crashes to the ground. Face first. Face first, and then starts throwing up on the ground. Vomit coming out. Every the vomits everywhere, and of course she's surrounded by these homosexual gentlemen who've probably never picked up a girl. Maybe I don't know. I'm just being realistic. So they all and they all did the stereotypical thing: a woman surrounded by homosexuals would do. Right. What, would, what do you think they would do? They screamed. You're right. So I, I can't make this up. I'm, I'm not even. That's what they did. So they're all screaming. No, nobody knew how to pick up this woman. Like naturally, if if she's out, you you put them around the shoulder. And you put the arm around. If, if, I don't know if I can describe that audio, audioly, but you've got right. the arm around and you're carrying her out. So just in case if she were to throw up again, she's not going to throw up on you. But all of these other guys did not know how to do this. So guess how they took her out? One grab, one arm. One grab, one arm. Right. Leg, leg. They're carrying her out like it's uh, like a, one of those, like, those little like things. It. So they took her off to the side. She ends up throwing up again. Uh, hospitals be- called in. What Beyonce song do you play to that? 
I agree. <laughs> Summertime. <laughs> so it was, it, was, it was bizarre. I was thinking, no, no, no. Well, there's that. There's, <laughs> there was one minus. Yeah, so the, the, all of that was going on. The, the drinking still continued. And at that point, 10 o'clock came where I was done. Got the hell out of there. You got paid, though. Oh, yes. You I, better I, get I'm paid. Not, I'm not doing this shit for free. But, yeah. So, the most bizarre night involving no one I knew at Nobu Honolulu. Hopefully, maybe we can have a repeat next month, but that is what went down. What a bizarre... That, did, I, did I cover everything that went down? Yeah, there? I think so, man. I, I think, think everyone's, so, uh, everyone's scarred by it. Oh, by I got story. no... Here, incident number five. Uh, oh, incident five. <laughs> Holly guy comes up to me. Amongst all of this debauchery going on, can you play PM Don? I'm like... I like yeah, this guy. I like right. this guy. He's got, he's got class. <laughs> okay. And then he goes, and then can you play Dancing Queen after? I'm like, I, and then right before I could say anything, he's like, the, the, bar, the bar loves that song. And then I'm like, which one? <laughs> and then he looks, gives me the confused face again. He couldn't answer that. I just said, you gave me two songs. Just tell me what song you want me to play. And he just walked away. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go the safe route and play PM Dawn. And oh. I got out of that situation. And I think after that, we are mercifully ending this story. <laughs> so there's, there's the Nobu story. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have quite the awkward experience of that Nobu, but I did eat at Okim's in China. Have you heard of Okim's? No, I have not. So you got, yeah, in Chinatown. So yeah. it, it used to be on Smith Street, closer to the Crackhead basketball park. You know that Crackhead basketball oh, yeah. park? Yeah. Right between Palahi Street and Baratanya? Yeah. A lot of questionable right, people right. there. A lot yeah. of questionable people. So when the old Kanzaman, Kanzaman restaurant, which is like uh, Moroccan yeah. food, uh, Middle, East, you know, Middle Eastern kind of Mediterranean food, right. they left that space. Uh, O'Kim's like jumped into that space. Okay. So it's, she calls it a contemporary Korean like bistro in a sense. Right? Okay. So it's plate lunch food. It's kind of fancied up. We, re- we went. We really enjoyed it. Really? I thought the food was great. But, you know, being that we're on, we're next to, uh, what's the bar? What's the bar there? Refresh my memory Smith there. That, that bar on uh, New Uwanu. We got That's some been there forever. The karaoke the bar. That would know. Hanks. Waltz, no, Waltz, Hanks. Yeah, there you go. Walt, Walt Hawaii. Walt is shout out Walt Hawaii. So it's next to Hanks. It's not the most, you know, not the most desirable, you know, Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's Smith Street. It's to say the least, all, right? Little Village is seedy. I mean, you're, you're right, questionable, right? right? I mean, so I, I bring my girlfriend in there. We're, we're having a nice meal. The food is really good. We're talking with the chef. Uh, and then my girlfriend just gets getting like kamikaze bombed by these big house flies. Just, they'll just like kamikaze right into her forehead as she's eating. Boom. Wow. <laughs> right. That's convenient. Right. Okay. So that's gross, right? Like, so, so then, what, what, after which fly did you're like, you know, yes, we got to do something. Uh, so we're, we're like swatting flies away, right. and then the, 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 the server comes by and is like, oh, sorry, you know, they fly in, right? Because it's like the door hey, keeps a joke. In, hey, right? hey, hey, the flies, they fly in. Right. And then right outside, we're eating, we're, they put us in a, a two, two, uh, like a two-top table, like right on the window. And then right outside, a guy just comes, perfect person comes to sit right in front of us, a heroine, a her- like a guy that oh, looks on heroin. Hey. And basically, he's kind of like, kind of crouched over that looks yeah. like he's going to fall forward. Yeah. But he stays that way for a half an hour. Wow. <laughs> Never falls. I didn't know That's whether impressive, to be actually. like disgusted or impressed or both. But I it think was, it's a talent, right? I mean, right. 
to be. So loved. I, I'm I'm still giving O'Kim's four mics as my restaurant review. Oh, you're like giving this four mics. Four mics as All far right. as overall. Fl- I can't. It's Chinatown. You know where we, you know where we're at. Right. But you know, like okay. heroin addict, got kamikaze flies. <laughs> I just telling buyer beware. Well, there's a lot going. of uppers and downers here to but this review. But the food was very good. Okay, Service so. was very good. All so, right. And it's BYOB. Okay. So we brought All in, right. you know me, I sell wine for a living, so I brought in my own wine. Right. We had a great, we had a great meal, other than those aspects. So take it, take it how it is, right? Take it. You know. I, if you said let's go there, I'd be like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I, I don't know. That's like that's a that's a questionable one, but it's understandable. It's downtown. So uh, I got happens? a question for you. Have you been watching yeah. anything on TV recently? What did I watch on TV? I'm not even sure. Did, Refresh no. my memory. Did I watch something on You're TV? You're watching Black Summer, I believe it was called. Still watching Black Summer. That, that's an intense show. Intense, as we mentioned so last week. So far, so good. You're enjoying it? It gets more, uh, more nuts. I know you're not say. a Game of Thrones fan. You still haven't started Game of Thrones. Still haven't We're watched giving you shit on multiple shows about not watching Game of Thrones. Well, everybody, they can come at me right now. And you still will not bend. Okay. I, I will watch one episode. I, I still will watch one episode. I'm still waiting for the day you watch one episode. When, are, when is this one episode day going to happen? It's going to happen soon when, when, when the summer is coming. Winter is coming, whatever the hell they say on that show. All right, so I've been, I've been, I watched, I watched the, for, the, for, the, for the listeners that do watch Game of Thrones, I did watch the first two episodes. Uh, I, 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 I don't know how the other people felt, but I know they're trying to build up to this finale, but this season is six episodes we're two episodes in, and it's to me, it's very anticlimactic, and okay. I feel like they're they're wasting a lot of time right now, in my opinion. Well, is it become like too trendy now to to be a part of this whole Game of Thrones thing? Well, it's, I think the trendy thing is to say you're not into it. Yes. How is that a thing? Because it's 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 in the pop culture zeitgeist. But I everybody's mean, watching. It's it. no. But if someone came up to you and goes. You're going to say, like, oh, I bought my tickets to Avengers. I bought my tickets to Star Wars. I don't watch Avengers. I don't watch Star Wars. Right. Yo, like, it's the same thing. Like, they, it's on that equal level of pop cultural, like, you know, momentum. And Well, I guess if you put it, if you put it that way. But it's just, like, I, the reason why I say that, too, is a lot of people watch that first episode of the new season. And they said that all these people are saying it's too slow. And, like, they figure it's not. They're, like, all hyped up for nothing. So it's, like, are these, is, like. Game of Thrones like a hype beast kind of situation now at this I, point. I just feel like the like, supreme of the shows. I feel like shows. they've gotten to the finish line. I, you know, and I. Some people may argue with me. Some people may really enjoy. Are you enjoying? Kenrick's enjoying it. So there we go. I, I, I know, but it's, so it's building wait. up quite a bit, my friend. You know, so well, I, I don't know. It's I, a lot of foreplay. A lot of foreplay. I need. I need some payoff. Don't but, spoil anything right now. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm hoping. I'm it. hoping for more. Uh, speaking of uh, speaking of shows, I I don't really marathon shows. I'm not a big binger, okay. so I don't finish stuff right away. I kind of take my time with it. I don't really, but I watched an entire series over the weekend in two days, and I'm kind of shocked by it. What is and this? of on all streaming platforms, it's on YouTube Premium. All right. You, you you know any I, I'm probably the, the only, only person show we watch on there. I'm was the, the only person I know that remake. signed up for YouTube Premium. Was the Cobra Kai? That's the only well, thing we were watching Cobra on there. Kai. I signed up for Cobra Kai, and then we 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 delete the account after right. that. Right. I signed up for the Cobra Kai show. I love Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai season two premiering next week. Can't wait. Oh love really? Just right. add that to the list. So uh, you know, my girlfriend was like, "Why the hell are we still subscribing to YouTube Premium?" Right. So I was like, well, "I need to watch another original series to see if this is even worth it." Right. Yeah. Okay, what What is this? So I watched a show called Wayne. Right. 
you think for, first thing you think of when you think Wayne, you think Bruce Wayne, you think something Wayne like, Brady, right? Little Wayne. But this is a, a bizarre show, and Wayne <laughs> Ellington, right? But this is a bizarre show, Wayne and it's it's executive produced and uh and co created, I guess, by the guys that made Deadpool. Okay. And so it has any anyone here in the audience watched the show Shameless on Showtime? Do you guys like that show? So if you're oh, a you big fan of Shameless, you will absolutely love the show called Wayne. So Wayne is basically it's basically a teenage vigilante kind of tale. Is this a half hour hour show? It's a half hour show. Okay, there's a sh- there's a shot there. It's That's 10 good. episodes. I can't do an hour show. 10 it's 10 episodes. Right? right? Uh, right. I burned through it in 2 days. I'm giving it 4 mics. 4 mics out of 5. Add that to the list. And it, you know, it's uh, it's he's a 16-year-old kid growing up in Brockton, Massachusetts, so we're not in like Boston, we're like outside, so he's got the heavy Boston accents. Or in Brockton, not Boston. And uh, he's a kid who's he's messed up. His mother abandons him. His dad dies of cancer. But his one, his one thing that his dad tells him before he dies of cancer is that I had this car I was going to give to you uh, on your 16th birthday. And this son of a bitch that stole your mother away uh, stole the car as well. So wow, when the father passes away, the kid, the kid yeah. is, has on a mission. He was like, I'm going to drive cross country from Massachusetts to Florida to steal the car back and earn the honor back from the family. Okay, that's all told in episode one here. It, it establishes, the, yeah, this is all in the trailer. It establishes oh, kind of okay. the, the setup. Right. I'm just right. kind of building the setup. Okay. No one's going to watch on YouTube Premium That's anyway. not going to happen, probably. Uh, but Cobra I'm Kai I'm, will be watching but, season two. But uh, you'll enjoy this as a fan of the old show we watched with Bill Bixby called The Incredible Hulk, where okay. he would go to town right, to town that was, that's and right. solve problems. That's right. So as, as Wayne right. drives from Massachusetts right. to Florida, he stops, his pit stops, he's solving problems. Well, He's speaking like a of teenage uh, vigilante, and you, you bring up Incredible Hulk. Uh, yeah. Speaking of the uh, the, the Marvel Comics uh, group, yes. I guess there's that there's that movie that's coming out. Uh, yeah, it's a movie called Wednesday. Avengers Endgame. Yes. All the all the people. The people you got of the your world. tickets, right? When are you seeing it? I'm not seeing it until May first. So, shut up, because I know what you're gonna do. I bought, like what you're well, kind of right now with all these the other shows. I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd. Well, I, I know you're gonna go in, but it's all sold out. Every, every every show is, and the thing is, like so long. They're only showing it three times during the day. Right. It's three, it's three hours. It's, I it's mean, three hours. Forget so it. So some theaters, it's literally like maybe three shows in a day or two, four shows in well, a day. It, it's going to be nuts. And uh, everybody's going to be going. Everybody, the general public's going to go. The nerd's going to go. I've avoided all press interviews and everything leading up to it. You've been watching interviews. Yeah. I've been. I've, but the, the funny thing that happened is because they're all doing these pressers. All the, when when these, these actors go to promote the movie, they'll go on these little quick little interview sessions, right? And all of them are broken up into like groups of two, groups of three. So apparently the, the running joke right now that happened today is all of the actors and Avengers don't like Brie Larson. So they're all kind of like they had enough is of her. Is this true? They is show I, the videos of the interviews. Is it cast? Is it like hazing? They're hazing the It's new- a little bit of that, but a little bit of like they look annoyed. <laughs> like they're, they're kind of done. The filming's, the filming's over. They don't want to deal with this woman anymore. So it kind of looks like that. So that's all over today. I saw on YouTube as I just it just popped up, and I just saw a lot of. And he said there. Don Cheadle. Entertainment snapped. tonight. Don, Don Cheadle snapped. Don at her. Cheadle's pissed off. Hemsworth's Jeremy pissed Renner, off. Jeremy Renner. Snaps Renner's at her. pissed off. Renner don't want nothing to do with her. <laughs> he's not even looking at her. Like when they're interviewing them and they're sitting together, just them two. He's not even looking at her, and he kind of throws her under the bus. Where they asked Brie Larson, you know, what what is what good is going to come from being a part of this Avengers? And then she goes, I get to uh, 
help a lot of people in the community. I get to help people around the world. And then I get to use this as a platform to, she said like that kind of a political answer. So then Renner goes, I'm not really doing this to help anybody. I'm not really doing this for any platform. I just want to make kids smile. And she gives them the debt stare. So I'm just saying, I mean, hopefully well, I think, the movie's good. But I also think the cast has been, they've been doing these press tours for 10 years. They've been made 20 movies in well, 10 it, years. The they've thing is, it's a new they, gal coming into the yeah, mix. Yeah, she's, she's got this. Uh, it's this family, the new guy. Yeah, get it. She's definitely got right. the political, so, the PC thing going on. The rest of the guys right. are all jaded, right? Right. Yeah. So that was pretty much it with that. Uh, what, what else you got? So uh, a, this is a hip, semi-hip-hop podcast, isn't it? I believe so. You, remember, you know a little album called Illmatic? You ever heard of that? You I ever heard, heard about that, yeah. <laughs> That's from that, uh, what's that gentleman? Nas? Yeah, Na- Nas. Na- Nasir? Nasir Jones. Nasir Jones, yes. yes. So Illmatic turned 25 years old oh. this past week. You know you can do it at 25? You can rent a car. Just FYI. <laughs> Anybody didn't know that? So yeah. everyone on IG was posting about you know, Illmatic turning 25. Yeah. This album is older than a lot of the, the, the current, you know, new hip-hop fans. Right. You know, and so the debate was online about does it still hold up? Right. Yes, and it does. I, I absolutely agree. I think it absolutely holds up. It's a perfect album. I mean, you got to remember, that's his first album. Right. And for that, for a first album of somebody, any artist, we go, go down the line. Now, I have, a, I have a, a little funny thing about that. So is Nas the Ray Liotta of hip-hop? Now, wow. now think of this. How's think of this reference? analogy right know. here, right? Everyone loves Ray Liotta. You guys people get, know Ray Liotta. He's you guys the star. Know who Ray Liotta is Martin Scorsese's Goodfellas, right? Well, yeah. Name me one other good thing. It's a rhetorical question. Uh, Ray Liotta has done. What? Wait, what? Yeah, your wife said quit smoking. Yeah, Ray I'm Liotta not counting that in smoking? his career, what? but you know, Ray Liotta was positioned as the guy, the yeah. guy, and still we mentioned Ray Liotta's name. They think of Goodfellas. Yeah, we all love them. Right, right. I've I'm gone. Nas is my number one MC. You give me top five MCs of all time. Nas is my number one. I agree. Right, Ray Liotta. He's not my, my favorite, but he's beloved. In a in an undisputedly classic movie, Goodfellas. No one can argue that Goodfellas is a classic. But well, what's the a, problem with Ray Liotta? But you, Ray Liotta has never lived up to the expectations of that is correct Goodfellas. Has Nas lived up to the expectations of Illmatic? He lived up to the expectations of Illmatic, yes, because that is a would always be the thing that we all no, no, no. gravitate Post to. Post-Illmatic. Post-Illmatic? No, not at all. Right. He, he, he never had that other album because he lived up so much to the hype of that first album that every album, it's, it's like a Star Wars movie. You get the original Star Wars movies, no matter what Star Wars movie they're going to come out with, people are still going to be pissed off. People are still going to be annoyed, no matter what. I mean... You look at how classic that first album was. And right. you, get, you get all these guys that nobody heard of at the time, right? right? I mean, we can throw out these names of Pete Rock, Q-Tip, Premier. They weren't known professor. at the time then. Right. They were known in the, in the underground. But then they built that album up into the classic that is. It's still listenable now. But after that, But are, are there any it. more classic, full, beginning-to-end albums being made now? Well, the thing, the thing of the album is kind of passe. Right. Right. Because it's all about streaming numbers. It's two-minute songs, 20-minute albums. I was going to say, quick. can we think of a classic front-to-back, top-to-bottom hip-hop album that's come out in the last 10 years that you can feel? Homecoming, Beyonce? No. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Nice. I'm sorry. I mean, you, there, I'm sure we could think of some. We can't think right now because, you know, we're, we're, the, we're different demo here. I mean, we got we to gotta remember that, right? 
Right. So we're we're not going to be up on the past ten years of something, as opposed to somebody twenty five to thirty five, I guess. Uh, right. You know. So maybe there is one. If we you know we interviewed somebody twenty five. Maybe we can bring this to the crowd. Think about it. In the last ten years, guys, ten years, two thousand and nine, has there been another album that you can call a hip hop classic that you can listen to front to back, first track to the last track, no skips, and love it. Any hip hop so fans? That's something to think about later. Something to okay. think about later. Like the rap music. Okay. Well, if you're gonna say if it does it still hold up, it does. I think Classic it absolutely album. does. Overall his career, obviously he's he's a he's a multi millionaire. Right. So he's he's a successful guy overall. That's this at the bottom line it. So that's right. There you go. All right. So uh we're gonna speaking on music, album reviews or should we save it for another time? What we got here? Let's go take a let's take let's take a break on this one. We're already at the right. uh, We're gonna take a break. We're gonna edit this part out. <laughs> so yes, let's let's go the let's let's take a break. We've got other things going on. As, co- as of course, per what the Lord said, we have our new segment. Yep, we're gonna bring in we're the mic to the crowd, and hopefully the crowd has something to say. We're gonna we're gonna start off with the, we'll do the audience questions. Then we're gonna go in with our, our new female correspondent. We got Tiffany coming up. We got Slant coming up. Let's take a break. Let's go. Woo. Sleep time's over. We'll be right back. All right. So once again, we're back. And can the video catch this? I mean, it's good color right here. You know? Because if you notice, I'm not wearing black again. If, I if know. You, you're, are you trusting yourself not to sweat through your shirt? And right now, it's okay. It's hey. okay right now. The, the, the AC is working. So yeah, we're good. It's, it's, it's a good cold. 69 degrees is good enough. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So we, we usually do at the end of the first segment, we usually do the audience questions. We had just so many things going on. We're just going to go with the audience questions now. So we, uh, let's see what they I'm got gonna, out there. I'm going to survey the crowd here. Survey any, the crowd. Any, any questions, comments of previous segments? Any question, comments? A lot of characters here. On this yeah. side. Here we got a question. Russ. Russ in the hey, house. All right. The return of Russ. Uh, first, I have a statement. Uh, you know, you were asking about a Beyonce song to, you know, end your, uh, your story to. How about Drunken Love? Ah. Oh. Uh, well, Russ, as you've been at Noble so before, where were you when I needed you, really? I mean, I was hiding. There was too many um, people with lists there, so oh. not, not, my, wow. not my crowd. Not my crowd. Wow. Is that a shot fire? That's a great one. I didn't even realize. Uh, good call there. You need to show up for the next one in May, third Friday. Yeah? We'll share gyoza and then those little Manapua things. It's like... Like fifty dollars for like okay, three so little more. Okay, so will only be like seventy-five bucks. Cool. There we go. Good. <laughs> we'll split that one. Yeah. Uh, so I got, I got two questions. One music, one uh, hip hop question. Not so much about the segment, but uh, first hip hop question or music question. What's your uh, guilty pleasure artist or just artist who you like who you normally would think is trash, oh, but I, I, you you I, have. How much time you got? Uh, just just one or one okay. or two. One or two. All right, so let's see. Okay, let, let's let's go for the different. Let's go quickly for the genres. Okay, so if we're gonna go mainstream genre, we're gonna have to go with, and this is a shout out to the Lord John Sakata. <laughs> Just another day because that man, shout out to the Lord Flores because he was he was in Europe and he did this video that perfectly matched John Sakata. Just another day, so that will always be forever embedded in my head. I think our John millennial Sakata. listeners don't know who the hell John. So then Sakata we go is. to then we fast forward to. <laughs> To like present day, and then we, we it, it's Migos, bad and bougie all day, <laughs> all day for the current for the kids, sure. and then for the old people, John Sakata as an example. There's many more, but 
Yeah. I was going to yeah. say Bobby Schmurda. Bobby Schmurda is another one. Yeah, it's another, yeah. it's another jam. Hot jam you, you sing when you're drunk. That's right. Whenever you're anybody, in the car, put that on. Questions? Questions? Okay, here we go. All right, from one DJ to another, um, what do you see where the uh, trend is going in terms of uh, popularity in music? Wow. Especially, let's say, let's say in the clubs, just kind of just oh, bring it down to that. Stuff? Yeah, like where do you see where it's going next? I mean, at this point, it's, it's EDM and noise, right? So it's like, <laughs> it, it's just an excuse to get the, get, the, get the table service, really. That's all it is with the sparklers. It's, it's like a, all, every song is produced by chain smokers right, now, right? Right. Is anyone really even listening to anything in there? They just, they're just there to, to drink and just get It's all Marshmallow up. and David Guetta, and, right? Right, uh, David Guetta. I know Marshmallow, I don't. But it's just, that's what I mean. It just, what, what is the, the, it's just turned into noise. It's organized noise. Shout out. Outcast. I'm just. It's just. What is? Does anyone really listening to anything? Is anyone really listening to, to the lyrics of anything, or singing along to anything at like addiction? No, they're not doing that. So it's just an excuse to get drunk and get bottle service. That's it. We got some ladies in the house. Are you guys? Are yeah. you guys singing along? Are you guys loving the the current music now? The current club music, or is there artists right now where you're like loving it? Here we go. So it's interesting you mentioned the chain smokers because I was in Vegas. Um, couple weeks ago and I saw them at excess and they were playing NSYNC Backstreet Boys and Spice Girls and it was actually one of my it was the most fun I've had at a nightclub also as a performance they're they're great as the DJ set it was a DJ set but it was you know a throwback right and it didn't seem like people were taking themselves too seriously there we go you know so that's great so it, it was a good time if they do so, that, that, that's the great formula because that's what we're all going to gravitate towards, right? Yeah. So I, I can't hate on that. Sure. You I know? Yeah. I guess so. You know how I feel about Coldplay on this show? Okay. But yeah, so if, if they do that as a performance, they got it. That's a winning formula. We got to bring right. one thing up, and it's not an audience question, but uh, the Lord Flores here had an event. Oh, yeah. We got to bring that up. So. This past Saturday. Sir, can you tell us about your takeover and the, the future takeover events that's happening here at the Highbrow? Lord Flores. Yeah, totally. Uh, but I really think that we should address the elephant in the room. And that's that nobody has said anything about probably the greatest period of NHL playoff hockey that has ever existed between the San Jose Sharks and those garbage Knights. Now, both of these teams are garbage, but mind you, mind you, it was zero to three in the third, and things weren't looking good for San Jose, and uh, Joe Pavelski had a gnarly Joe hit, hit a on him, uh, like a million-minute major. They come back three points, four points to lead, and then here come the Knights still in the third, and they get another point. It's four to four. They go into overtime. It was absolutely play it, play it. ridiculous. Ben, look, you're, and you're, you're you. a, your, your favorite team is, just for the people that don't know, favorite um, hockey team. Here my favorite team is the Detroit Red Wings. There we are. That's yeah. right. Look, both of these teams are garbage. He's a true fan, everyone. True fan. They're absolute trash. However... I must say, both of these teams played some very serious hockey. They played very serious playoff hockey. And the San Jose Sharks really showed up. They showed up for a teammate who went directly to probably the ER after that Well, that's hit. the fun of the thing, right? 
it was nasty. And well, you I know, told you, I, hope I would Pavelski's totally see okay, a hockey game with you because I want to see this live. It doesn't translate on TV. I think live hockey would be great to watch. You need to watch and hockey with me then. We, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yes, we're gonna go fly up. We're gonna Wear go see something. We're gonna see Detroit play uh, play the Mighty Ducks or whatever they got that team. Right. They got if they're still around. So now that we've addressed that, because I know that you guys do enjoy sports on this show, and some of your listeners enjoy the athletic competitions, there really is an amazing one going on right now, and it's not basketball. Hey, shot fired. Yeah, shot fired. Oh, however, the Detroit Pistons did make the record books most consecutive playoff losses. Yeah! And we did it! We and then what? From, c- this coming fan, from a gentleman. You don't understand that we celebrate all things. You text our me before losses. the playoffs start. Detroit's in the playoffs. Yes, yeah, you didn't Detroit, know this. I couldn't believe it. And then we lost. I mean, the yeah. Lions did a complete perfect season. The only team to ever do it in the NFL. That's and, right. Uh, yeah. yeah, we lost everything. They did the 116. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not only fail businesses, but fail teams. We fail at life. <laughs> Well, let, let's get to something that doesn't fail. Yeah, let's, uh, let's get back to let's what Let's get we're into the, uh, the takeover. <laughs> there was an incredible thing that happened on Saturday. We have a program going on here at the Highbrow Room that I've flagshipped where we're sh- uh, showcasing various bartenders that I've handpicked from the city that I think are complete gangsters in the industry. And I give them an opportunity to run the room. We covered this in the previous show. And this past Saturday, we highlighted Heather Ash, who is currently at Minabird, and it was gangbusters. She did a fantastic job. We were packed wall to wall from five until midnight. It was amazing. Really? Yeah, it was amazing. It's an incredible thing because you, because when if people haven't that haven't been here, you're you're literally the only bartender here on the said nights that Highbrow's open. So for you giving that over to a woman each, it's going to be once a month. Right. It's going to be once a month, and um, I purposefully sought out females only to yep. give women the chance to run their own bar. Again, right. it is, you are the only person back here. Right. And at any given right. time, you have 45 people crying out for a handmade cocktail. And so I wanted to show the city that, hey, there's some really sweet women out here that can handle. Right. It's a great so. idea. Yes, great. Yeah, shout out to that. That's an like excellent idea. And it's going to keep it going for next month. Who we got for uh, next month? Uh, next month on May the 18th, I believe it is, we have Sarah from Encore Saloon. Hey, so she'll right. be putting her twist on it. Her menu we've already gone over. It's going to be terrific. It's going to be a totally different vibe. Yep. Each one of these bartenders are putting their own twist on it. And the highbrow room is a little different. It's going to be great. And then the month after, you're going to have uh, everyone's favorite Micronesian. Oh, yeah. Jared's going to be there. La Luchadora! That's- Gerard retirement. Is she coming out of retirement? Is it? Is, is she still bartending? Right? Is she still alive? Yeah, she's pulling pints and oh. pouring cotton candy vodka right. shots. Because you know, as you know, Lord, she she was the very first guest on this show right. three years ago. She just walked by, and was like, "Gerard, come in here." And then that was so that she always has that that one uh, memorable connection to this uh, to this show. So we got to get her on. But yeah, the luchador will make her appearance in is that June? June. Yep. Excellent. Excellent stuff. Lord Flores, everyone. This Shoot. is a great idea. Great so, stuff. speaking then, of strong females, we have a female Oh, that was a crowd. great segue. Oh, that was fantastic. 
We have a female in the crowd here. That and the Chinese restaurant review. That's your top two <laughs> things you did thus far in this program. All right. You want to you give the introduction? Her, let's, let's bring her in because she's right there from the audience. We're going to bring them live in here. Tiffany, let's go. Here we go. The female correspondent. As you know. Throws off the focus, apparently. Okay. All right. Well. Well, how are you doing? Hi, I'm good. Oh, exciting, yeah. <laughs> so excited. So, okay, so, so the, 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 the reasoning for this, and uh, uh, Scott, you can attend. What was that? Are you excited? That was a premature air horn. <laughs> wow. That's a first. That's a first. It, it, it's a it, it's only it's been me and you hanging out, bro. There's a lady. Right. <laughs> I know. That's right. So that, there you go. So it, it, it's always good, good to have the, the female perspective. And that was, that was the whole reasoning for this, to get, like, we're talking about all this, like, the two Hapa guys talking a bunch of rubbish. And then what would the female perspective be in, in a retaliation or rebuttal or what have you? And how you doing? Oh, I'm sure there's a lot of that. Of course. Of course. So for the people that... Uh, don't know, of course, with the, as the intro to you, where are you from? You local what? I'm local. It's it's always a hard question to answer because, you know, I grew up living in Eva, but yeah. I consider like Wahua my local because I spent like my waking hours there. Okay, so born, raised, that area. I, I don't, like central. Oh, central. West Oahu. Okay. Yeah. All right, okay. central represent. Yeah. You know, whatever you want. Milani, Milani, whatever Milani. you want. <laughs> okay. And so I, I did live in Milani, though. <laughs> so then what high school then? Where'd you go? So I went to a really small school in Wahua. And I always oh. say, like, you've never heard of it. And people always okay, are like, go. try me. Try me. Let's go with it. Ho'ala. Nope. I you almost guarantee guy? no one in this room has heard of Ho'ala. Oh, you have? Wow. How? Kale. Kale for Ho'ala? the win. Oh, that's why. Bro! <laughs> <laughs> oh, shout out Woodmore Village. Wow, yes. Yeah. So, so how many in that, how small is this school? So I graduated with 12 people. Wow. Oh, wow. bro. Make friends. <laughs> oh. We're wow. all very special. <laughs> that's like that's every, the, all the guys have crush on one girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how does that work? Yo. That prom is a bummer, bro. Yeah. A lot of awkward looks, stares. You know what? You, you could bring four people to prom because it was so deep. small. You could bring four people to prom. You get deep. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So then from there, well, let, let's go into what, what are your interests? What are, what's a day in the life of you? What, what, what are you into? Um, I like long walks on the beach. Of, as we do, all of us, yes. <laughs> what, what, what else are you into? No, I mean, I feel like it's such a stereotypical answer, but it's well, like right. I like traveling, I like going to the beach, I like hanging out with my friends, right. hanging out at bars. Speaking <laughs> of traveling though, like so you, you didn't you, you've moved away. Yeah. Periodic times throughout. Like yeah. where where else have you lived throughout the world? So I went to college in Boston. Yep. Um and then while I was there I studied abroad in London. Yeah. Um and out of all that, I've always wanted to live in Australia, though. Okay. So, uh, you know, I my whole plan with going with going to Boston was to live in Australia or Sydney, okay. and study abroad there. But because I did London, I couldn't fit it in. Blah blah blah. So after I graduated, I was like, you know what? Like, I have to live there. Like, I don't want to just study there. Yeah. Um, or visit there. So 
you know, after maybe like five, six years working here, I finally found a good period where I was like, all right, it's time. This is it's it. It's time to make the move. So I, I wow. moved there a couple of years ago and I was there for three years. Wow. And then I just moved back. So a what, over what was a year ago? Okay, so then yeah. in the three years, what, what, what was your take on it? Would you go back there? What was it? What you expected? Was it not what you expected? You know what? I feel like there are a few places in the world where it completely exceeds your expectations. Okay. And I was living in Sydney, and it was a place that you know, like, they know how to have a good time. Oh. <laughs> like my first and second week there, you were going to parties that were like secret parties where you didn't know the like where it was, and they were just like, okay, meet here. Dress up in this theme and then go. So what kind of themes that Australian secret parties would have? Like, you know, is it like, is it like black and white party? Or are we all just so, white? So, I mean, I feel like this is really actually really relevant to this show because it, you, you're obviously very into like 90s hip hop and stuff. So the <laughs> theme of the first party was it was a 90s boombox theme. So it was oh, really, yeah. Oh, yeah? Okay. It was really funny to see Australians' interpretation of 90s boombox because... They all came dressed in like what they call singlets, but it's actually just like basketball jerseys. Okay. Yeah. Wait, basketball jerseys and no shorts. No, I mean nothing underneath. <laughs> I mean like, whatever floats your boat, but they some wow. people had pants. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> What's the well, all the party did? Did you uh, from there? What, what prompted you to come back here? Just was family. The time? Okay. I was like, you know, I was born and raised here, and yeah. I have a huge go. family, so, yeah. Shout out to that, yes. So then, so then currently, other than with, with work and whatnot, what, what else do you do? Do you still go out now? Do you still go clubbing now? I mean, I think a lot of my friends would say yes, but not as much as I used thing? to. <laughs> still go addiction. Okay. I mean, once in a Shout while. Shout out to both. Okay. All right. <laughs> Besides... Besides, okay, besides non-clubbing things, what else, what else are you into? Are you into sports? Are, are you? I am. Really? I am okay, so. Sports. Yeah. I don't follow, you know, like, I, I used to follow a lot more closely than I do now, but. Okay. Yeah. Well, obviously, from college in Boston, then, would you, would you gravitate toward the Boston teams, or no? Everyone except for the Patriots. Hey, all right. <laughs> Shout out to that. Yeah, yeah, glad for that one, yeah. So, <laughs> hockey, you, you watch. I'll well. watch hockey from time to time. Like, I think, you know what? Like, going to a Bruins game or a couple Bruins games, like, that was one of the most fun, like, live professional sporting events right, right. I've ever been to. There you go. Shout out Lord Flores, yeah. right? See, hockey. Before yeah. the show started, as, as soon as he was, you know, he was, the Lord was going into his hockey tirade earlier. Mm -hmm. And you chimed in, and I, that just shook the whole world right yeah, there. Yeah, I had we, no idea what was going on. We were, we were totally shocked. I blacked out. I think I let my, left my body. You should have been here an hour ago because we were all like surprised. <laughs> I saw you talking about ducks. hockey. I mean, I didn't well, know Well, I told him that I was going to be in Vancouver during the NHL draft weekend. Yeah, he, he almost blew up. So yeah, so you're into, you're into sports. What kind of music do you listen to? Oh, I have great taste in music. Here we go. <laughs> and I see that really Oh my God, here we go. That sets it up right there. <laughs> Can't wait to. What, what, what are you listening to? What, what, what's in your car when you're driving around? Well, um, no, actually, I, I I think a lot of people would think that I have terrible taste in music because I basically just like a lot of top 40s, and my favorite album is Nelly Country Grammar. Wow, there's some hot jams on there. 
All right. Eh, I'm not hating Play on it. that. I'm not gonna hate on there that. There could be there. There's a lot worse choices. There's than, a lot exactly. That one. Exactly. No, no judging. So wow. Okay. So then that so you you used to go clubbing, I guess, back in maybe the mid 2000s, or because when I was. Yeah. When I was DJing, I think when I stopped, that was when you were kind of like maybe the mid 2000s where you were getting maybe into it. Maybe how old are you? Oh. <laughs> hey. <laughs> how old do you think I. Well, I, I retired in like 2010 from the clubbing oh, okay. stuff. Okay. So I figured it was around right when it was Crazy Box before, right? Before addiction? What was it before? Yeah, Crazy Box. Right. I, w- I was definitely there in Crazy okay, Box days. Yeah. Yep. That was after my time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then you'd go to that. Uh, old Lounge. Old Lounge, right? <laughs> Shout out Level H, <laughs> Hanson. He's, 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 what's Hanson? Do you know Hanson? Level H. Yeah, it, he sounds very familiar, and I think I would know. You probably have seen this guy. Like, yeah, he was the promoter there. Yeah. And where else would you go? Besides, there weren't many, right? I mean, what was going on like 2010? I don't know. I was like 11. Borderline Oceans. That's right. Was that still around then? Yeah. Sky was Ocean still around 2010, 2011? Yeah. Uh, but man. it's kind of like legally or <laughs> illegally. Like I have one of my friends oh. here, so where she was like the fir- one of the first people that I ever went clubbing with, and we were at, at like Brew Moon every single weekend. Hey, there you go. Shout out Brew Moon. Yes, <gasps> you were there, Brew Moon. Yeah, I was there. The Friday, Saturday, every single oh, Friday, Saturday. Oh, 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 it was <laughs> there Sunday. Sorry. Okay. All right. So let, let's get to right uh, why that you were on here. We're gonna go and cover some. Topics that we have maybe covered last week, or we even bring up some new ones. Uh, we, we talked last week about the, uh, that, that gasoline tax thing, and then there was any other things we talked about uh, last week, remember? A lot of nerd stuff too, right? It's all a blur. <laughs> so let's go with the new one. So you know, the, the, you, you've been following that happened a couple weeks ago, the Notre Dame yeah. fire, right? Yeah. And of course, horrible incident. But what, what was your take on... Everyone out there on the Instagram, as the kids call it, posting up that they're, everyone is sad about it. Like, it affected everybody's life, that this fire, everybody, you, you had to felt the need to post about this to be trending. Mm-hmm. What, what is well, the deal with that? That's your feeling, though. But, but it is. It's right. true. I mean, we got, we got people that have been there and actually, you know, lived there. I've been there. I've been there in Notre Dame. Yeah. Right? I mean, to go out there and say that this truly affected my life. I went there as a, you know, for a trip. You know, I went there for a week, 10 years ago. And to this day, this holds me. I want to post it about it and hashtag it out. Do, do you, what, what, is your, what is your take on how social media kind of just makes all of these tragic events into, like, something trending? I mean, I don't hate it. You know, no. I feel like that is a trend that's going on. I mean, just think of if you know, the Eiffel Tower caught on fire or right. something like, you know, Angkor Wat or the yep. Taj Mahal. Yep. Like, I feel like anybody that has visited it would be super bummed, you know? Right. So I don't think that it's a terrible thing. People, I mean, that's what social media is for, right? It's kind right. of like a bandwagon thing. Like right. you, everyone comments on something that is trending or whatever trending. it right. is. So right. it's, People, there are a lot of different people out there, and everybody has a different way of expressing things. And, you know, like, I'm not going to personally, like, post about maybe, like, I've, I've visited Notre Dame, but I'm not going to post post about it. But yeah. that doesn't mean that I was bummed that, wasn't bummed that there was a fire there. Of course, right. Yeah. Did I say Notre Dame or Notre Dame? What did I say? Sky? 
Damn this it. is how we know you're a DJ, man, because then everyone jumps on something. And you're like, you bandwagon motherfucker. That's pretty much. Wow, it's the first time I think you said motherfucker in the show. <laughs> I know, right? But that's good. Hey, that's why it's not going to air in Africa. <laughs> it comes in threes, these, these great things that you've done. Well, it's just a thing that with, with social media, right? Every, everything that's trending, like, you know, when every, every time someone passes away, like we, we, everybody's got to post something. We, we all miss this guy. We, do we really believe that this guy is really a, a true fan of all of these said people that have passed away? That, that's always a thing that, you always, that I just wonder. And it's just, it's always a strange phenomenon of getting attention in social media. Like, everybody wants to get well, attention. Well, I, I have a question for you guys, and both of you guys can answer this. So, hundreds of millions of dollars have been raised for the repairs, right? It's yeah. an electrical fire. It wasn't right. anything arson or anything like that, right? So, actually, Parisians now and a lot of French people are debating whether that hundreds of millions of dollars they raised for the repairs can be used for other, other things. Like, like, it's the highest rate of homelessness and poverty in, in France of all time. It's up 21%. Right. So... Uh, and Americans have donated a, a significant amount of this donation to the repairs. Should that be used for other things? Should it be used domestically to help our problems? Uh, I mean, what do you guys think? So I think it's really interesting that you brought that up because I actually saw a meme, um, you know, like right after it happened where it was like something like $750 million were raised overnight That's right. for uh, the repairs in Notre Dame. And... The Catholic Church, I mean, is one of the richest, you know, right. organizations, for lack of a better better word, um, in the entire world. Right. You know, so obviously they don't need the money to repair Notre Dame. Yep. Um, so, and it, it that meme was compared to the homeless population right. and the need there of like hungry children, not just hungry adults. Right. Um, so. Yeah. Absolutely, I think that that money could be used, you know, for something else because obviously the Catholic Church can pay for it themselves. We don't want to talk too much about the Catholic Church here. <laughs> yeah, you never know, right? Somebody might do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Buddhist, so we, we can skip that. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want the Illuminati coming. From, from the Illuminati, let's talk dating. So let's go into... <laughs> what? Uh, kind of transition is that? <laughs> let's, let's talk into the, the wonderful world of, of the I like dating. It. I like that segue. Isn't what kind that of something? What segue was that? You know, we're not we're not professional for for no other reason. That was that Nobu segue. You that was exactly <laughs> incident number that seven. Smooth Nobu segue. So, what it, it, it translates with Instagram and the Facebook and all and how it's it's changed society. Does and it? How, how it very much so. We, people are more awkward. People can't talk to each other in person. We got to go date people online and that's whole that whole <laughs> world, right? We got to go Tinder, swipe left, up, down. So, I mean. <laughs> what 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 do you see in 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 the world? Because you you are a single gal. Let's just say. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Not well, anymore. Well, be, before that, or even in as as you may currently be dating, what what do you see out there in 2019? Like, did, socially, what do you see as far as meeting a, a, a said gentleman caller, or I still using gentleman caller. What what do you see out there? <laughs> In the dating world, how, how hard is it? Is it is it just weirder now? What what is your meeting someone in person? What what is your take on that? You know, I think the very like the view of dating is really interesting. Um, I have a lot of friends that met like pre Tinder, and yeah. they're so fascinated by the whole online dating phenomenon. They're like, oh my god, I just missed it. 
I'm so bummed. I feel like it'd be so fun if I could just like get on an app and swipe left or swipe right. right. And I'm always like, no, I'm envious of you, you know? And I think it's interesting because I have been dating, I feel like, since yeah. that whole uh, dating app thing yeah. has happened. Um, and I think the easy answer is like, oh, why so small? You right, know, right. The That's pool a good is point. So small, yeah. And guys barely have jobs. Like literally, it was. It's really funny though, and I say that <laughs> half serious, half joking. Now nah, you're more serious. <laughs> Probably more. Quite serious. frankly. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like I, I when I moved to Australia and I yeah. had you know friends there, or like even friends like from college. And I'd be telling them about a guy and be like, oh my God, he has a job. And like, you know, he has a car. And my friends would be like, is that your standard? What? Like, is that your baseline? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And they're like, you, you need to get out of there, girlfriend. Like, <laughs> that should not be a basic, like that should be a given. Right. You know? Right. Um, but you know, sadly, like I have experienced that yeah. to a certain extent and it yeah. definitely felt true for me. Yeah. Um, but I feel like the way society is moving, like people are just busier, you know, like it is yeah. harder to meet people in person, no, that's but it a, still that's happens. Right. So I want to know what's the, you know, the dating app, the guys that are unemployed or whatever, or, or like, are broke oh, they and fake stuff. Jobs. They, yeah. Self-employed. Right is oh, always yeah. the description. Entrepreneur, entrepreneur, entrepreneur is great. Self-made man, yeah. self-made realtor. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I remember one uh, realtor, one of sorry. my friends that his girl showed me a guy's profile and, and his thing was doing things. <laughs> <laughs> you meet that guy yet? <laughs> Let's bring that guy in. You oh, swiped up for familiar. him. <laughs> I mean, uh, you you bring up the point of that's on the other end. People, people got stuff to do. People are busy. People got jobs. And yeah. how are you able to go out and find these people? I mean, that's that's part of it. So Yeah. It's also where, right? Like, yeah. you know, I feel like people, humans are creatures of habit. So yeah. you tend to go to the same places. So, of course, you're going to see the same people. Yep. And good or bad, like, that right. just means either you're going to end up dating one of those people that yeah. you see or you're just... You're so not into it. You know, like, if you were to ask me this, like, 10 years ago, like, if you were to say, where, where can you find, like, a good guy? I would be like, go to the library. <laughs> you know why? You ago. are so old. 15 years You're ago. You're the oldest man you I've ever why? met. You know why? Because the brother's reading. That. That's why. And he's reading. He's maybe a be educated. He's, he's looking at books. Your, your wife is laughing right now. Like, I want to know, how long have you been married? Because that's not, that's not. We go 15. I asked you, I asked we go you on 15 the other show. I said, do you want, do you read? And you were like, brah, books is. Once again, 15 years, 20 <laughs> Never years. Never mind books. Okay. But 20 years ago, I would say I, that. I, but I okay, we fast that. forward to now. We fast forward to 2019. I would say the only real place would be a place like the Highbrow Room or a place like a bar, right? Hey, shout out. Hey. Where it's just a, that's the most social aspect. I guess you're gonna find maybe at night. I mean, I guess you maybe could take up a meetup.com. You know, like learn how to sew or something. Or I don't know. <laughs> Oh, like our good guys play sewing? the guitars. Is that is that what they're doing? Maybe there's a sensitive gentleman out there that you know he's gonna be like, I'm gonna learn how to sew. Three amigos. And then maybe he's gonna do that, or play like a get, play a guitar class, paddling. A lot of the, a lot of the women they paddle, right? You know what? I've, I've found with paddling guys though, like uh, if they're paddling, like that is their life. All right, practice every day. Yeah, like okay. during paddling season, like you are not a priority. Oh, 
Okay. I, I've tried it, guys. I've tried it. There you so. go. <laughs> Insider tip. <right? laughs> okay, so before we close out, let's 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 bring this. So you you are currently dating a gentleman, right now. So yeah. without outing him, I'm not gonna out him. <laughs> but where did you meet this gentleman? On Tinder. He super liked me. <laughs> Wait, super liked you. What does that mean? What, you, you double the swipe? What do you do with this? How do you super no, like so someone? <laughs> <laughs> right. It is. Someone said, Ben said star swipe. That's exactly it's what it swipe. is. It's a super swipe. No, that's what it is, I though. was going to say, I believe you. I don't even know. It's like a I, Street Fighter 2 swipe. It's like a Hadouken Okay, you, you got to please explain. <laughs> it's like a all you can we, swipe. Okay, please explain. What is this about? What is the super like? So on Tinder, um, you know, usually you don't know if you match with someone unless both of you have liked each other mutually. Okay, and then right, all of a sudden right. you get this pop-up and it's like, you've matched. Got like, it, do you want to talk to each other? Got it. Um, but when you super like someone, that means like you like them and they'll see that you like them. So then like that's a whole nother like It's a whole nother like. <laughs> right? It's a whole nother level of like. <laughs> I have no idea what is happening. <laughs> well, because now you can suss it out and be like, all right, I know he liked me. So if I press that I like him too, we're going to match. But this is and like it's a little the intense. social media oh. version of does he like me, like me? Like, is yeah. The, like the okay, like so me, that like 100%, 100%. Just so I'm clear. I mean, Like I'm me for real. Okay, so it's like that then. So you, does he really like you? Yeah, right? and we so both okay. had camel pictures. And like, how many people have pictures with camels on their profile? Sounds like a match made in heaven. I love it. I'm not gonna touch that. Okay. Okay. So you guys have interest in camels. Uh, what? What? Okay. So after you meet and you, 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 both of you like each other, then you guys start the conversation, right? Is that how that works? Well, the, I mean, I think the messaging. Yeah, like, okay. then I had to, like, be like, oh, all right, I think I'll give him a chance. So, like, I, I mutually liked him. Sorry, okay. And then and then the conversation ensues. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then how, who pulls the trigger on saying, okay, we should meet now, and where would that meeting take place? What, what are you... Whoever wants to pull the trigger. It's the okay, 21st century. Right. There you go. Good, good answer. <laughs> good answer. And do you go, is it, where would be the place? It would be, like, a, during the day date, or would it be during a night date? You, you know, know the like strategy behind have, this. My friends have been like, oh, stop going on drink dates. Like, just go for coffees. Like, then you can, like, really see. But you know what? Like, I really like going for drinks because yeah. it kind of, like, loosens you both up. Yeah. And, like, you know, yeah. it, I, I prefer the drinks. And then if you see the real person come out. Yeah. And also, like, I feel like in this day and age, like, a little, like, nod to see if, like, they actually like you is, like, if they're like, oh, are you hungry? Like, after drinks, because then, like, it's kind of like, oh, no, I want to keep talking to you, and then yeah. we can have dinner. Oh, good call. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Well, you know how it was, it was a, about a month ago where we finally, we met for the first time. We met at the Pine and Jigger. Mm -hmm. So there we go. So that was, like, the first B, and we were drinking already. And then yeah. shout out to our friend Chanel, who yeah. got this thing figured out. How belligerent so. did Aaron get? What was that? How belligerent? Did he, did he get belligerent? He got, he got pretty drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I first met Lori, and I, like, walked into the car. <laughs> but the bottom line of that it though fun. It, was, it was a good conversation it was a good conversation exactly okay so there, we were there for about three three hours and that that's how you just keep the conversation going so it was, it was a good 
good meeting. Here we are. Here she is today. See, we're not going to put any kind of Yahoo on this show. Okay. So there, so after, <laughs> so you, you are currently dating a gentleman. How long has this been going for? Is this a? It's still early days. It's still okay. really new. Okay. Yeah. So nothing has been established yet. Still new. It's that still new, new love. Right, that new car. Okay. So would you, as a person dating someone now, would you date multiple people? Because you're, you don't have a boyfriend per se. Would you be like, you know, some people who do that, who, yeah. men and women, who just. It's called the Manhattan Diet. Wow. How about that? Yeah. That you know, dinner every night. Just Right. Yeah. I, I personally would not. Okay. Sounds like okay. indigestion. But, I mean, it's a thing. <laughs> Or maybe even not just going to be just, yeah, the multiple dating situation and just establishing to that guy, you know, I'm dating other people. We just see how this goes. Mm -hmm. People have said that, so, but that's not something you would do. No. See, there not, you go. Not I think you guys the got the confidence moment. that you guys have both <laughs> have dated multiple people. I, I can barely, like, I, I've, I'm so anxiety ridden. I c can only focus on one person, so I'm yeah. terrible. I would, I'm the worst at that, so. I mean, I feel well, like the older you get, it's like you just know what you want a bit more. Yeah. And it's like, why waste your time? Yeah, right? you're exactly right. Yeah. You I'm live and learn from each one. Three of yeah. us, so. <laughs> well, Sky, we'll talk after the show. But, <laughs> but that's how it usually works. You, you live and learn. and That's hard. I just live the life of a nerd. So. That's, we, we know. Nerd life is hard. We, we know. <laughs> but uh, So, so Tiffany, anything else you wanted to add? You, you were here last week. You're here this week. Any any uh, any any final thoughts you want to leave us with in regards to maybe even the dating world? Anything you want to? You know, how's that? You know, for everyone out there that's still dating, I think just keep on trucking on. <laughs> well, it's nice. That, that, okay. That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> like it. All right, all right. We're, I we're, like it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> everyone, Tiffany, Woo! she'll be on. Yeah. Yes. Welcome. Let's take a break. We got slant coming. Sleep Woo. time's over. Let's do it. Sleep time's over. We'll be right back. Sleep time's over is back with another banger. Yes, and we are back to close this out. And, well, let's, as we always do, because this is our last show of the month, Sky. So, last show of the month of April. So, we're going to be back in May. That's right. We're going to have... Uh, Keola Warren from Mokes. Mokes. You gonna come here and talk about Mokes? Mokes. We're gonna have wow. We got high five in a Mokes. Mokes is a good spot. Like we gotta talk more about that one because yeah. we had him on for the NBA show, but we didn't get the chance to talk about his new yeah spots. We're gonna have that. We're gonna have uh, the infamous, the very controversial Justin from Earl Kaimaki. Oh, now I Earl Kakako will be back on again. He's gonna who and knows what he'll say. And special guest E40. <laughs> <laughs> if we can pull that off, <laughs> do we have money in the budget for that? Okay, so no, probably not. But then he will be, uh, Astro Guillotine is going to be on. He is actually a chef at Square Barrels. That's Rapper right. Rapper slash chef at uh, Square Barrels. He's going to perform live performance. We're going to have Illinomatic going to be live performance. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just put this out there. We're going to have Daryl Bonilla Ooh. at the end of the month. That's have my you reached bank. out? Daryl Bonilla will be the last month with Illinomatic. Man, so that will be fantastic. Stand-up comic. He was there with Shane Lucas Price. Yeah, he, he killed, killed it. it. So we have another comedian on. I love it. So there you go. That's Hopefully he doesn't yell at me. Hopefully not. Just be ready. <laughs> Just be ready. That was that was kind of that, that was fun. But our next guest here, and how do I intro this guy? Uh, I, was, I was thinking if I was to describe this man, it would be as if in another universe he would have been like my big brother, and it would look I would be the guy that I was look up to, and for that cool older friend I guess would be the another way to look at it. 
He is because we had both similar paths, but we, we didn't meet up till later. So he is a legend in the Hawaii club scene, major collector of a lot of stuff. So we're gonna go into that records, Star Wars, Legos. Let's bring on the man, Curtis Okama Slant. Let's go. Woo! Where's he at? There you go, Curtis. You know that song, right? Oh, yeah. One wow. of my faves. One of my faves. Um, never leave home without it. Definitely not. Right there. So, right off the bat, do you still have all your records? Do you, do you still have... Did you get rid of a lot of them, or do you still have the collection? Since day one collecting, um, I have never... Okay, well, actually, I take this back. I did give one record away to... Um, he was a fellow DJ from Japan, and um, it oh. was Tom's Diner. Um, he really loved oh. that song. Oh. Oh, yeah, Suzanne I Vega. I, I, yeah, I let that go. I let that oh. go. Um, that is like, that's, that's, that's the only one DNA. record. It was DNA, of, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. yeah. Um, the girls love that, that song. Chris, that was right? the only record I ever let go. I never sold anything or gave anything else. Um, everything was collected. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Still have to this, this day. And that's what you do on your, your Instagram. So if you, yeah. if you don't know out there that you follow this man every... It, seem, it seemed like for a streak for every day, you would post up a record, a different record, and then you'd play it. Every day, and you have all this stuff, and you, you have a various collection. Now, it's not only hip-hop stuff. No, no, no. I like all types of music in general, you know. Um, right. Old rock, 50s, 60s rock, you know, 80s, metal bands. Right, right. Um, rock, yeah, reggae, uh, Hawaiian, um, you know. Um, gothic. Gothic, New yeah, wave. I've, new We're wave, yeah. I have a really good, uh, I want to say so. probably a very good collection of that. Um, yeah. Right. Growing up at those various clubs in Waikiki, you know, Pink Cadillac, The Wave. Um, yes. Even previous before that, um, Phase Masquerades was across the street. Yeah. Phase wow. was the first place that really shocked me because um, going there, it was uh, the music that they're playing, and you know, guys are dancing by themselves, girls are dancing yeah. by themselves, guys and girls are dancing together. It did, it didn't matter, we'll you know. Figure, yeah. uh, you go across the place to Masquerades, and they play all the pop stuff. Oh and, yeah. You know, it's all about the whole booty and the you know, go get a girl and you know, get two drunk rooms, and right? kind of stuff. Remember yeah. So it was rooms? so it was so different. You right. Know? You'd have you'd have the house room. Or the whatever room, and then you have the hip hop room. That I don't right, think right, could right. go down again. I mean, I don't. Maybe it could. I don't know. That's the way we tried to do. Uh, you know, at Euphoria, when we had Euphoria, right? right? We Shout had out Euphoria, Euphoria uh, Waimano Street. You guys remembering um, any of these, these spots? We opened at old? twelve o'clock. Uh, we closed at six in the morning. Yeah. We had the house room. Yeah, six in the morning. Um, that's right. Yeah, we used to have a stretch limo to go pick up all the drags from Infusions, shut down at four. That's right. <laughs> they would come in, and it was, it was actually, it wasn't until four o'clock when the party really got started. Yeah. Um, the hip-hop room, we had our local Conway boys, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, we also had, um, you know, Abyss. Abyss. Oh, the Abyssman. So, yeah, yeah. Was, you know, the battle between the locals and, you know. Humanakas versus Abyssman, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Let, let's read. You're from Makiki, yeah? Mickey, yeah. That's right. Basically, I did the whole Manoa, you, you know, elementary. Right. Stevenson, Roosevelt, you know. Right, route. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skateboarded? Yeah. Uh, yeah, after I came out of Manoa Valley, then I started skateboarding, and started right. um, surfing, you know. Um, started See, night the same clubbing, kind of path. You know, meeting uh, people on the streets that were doing the whole graffiti thing, and, uh, right. you know, practicing break dancing, you know, where they'd be in, like, the church, or, yeah. you know, any kind of type of smooth surface, you know, have the pledge, right. whatever, you know, get their... Get a groove going on, and you know, just what practicing. So, what was the first creative thing you, you got into? Was was it was it skateboarding? Or was it was it? Because you're, you're into so many things. What was the first thing that that, that got you? And then it went to the next thing, to the next thing. Eventually, to DJing, I guess. Um, but. I would say it was probably bodyboarding. Yeah, I started oh, yeah. bodyboarding like 
actually use a friend's board, um, bodyboarding, like I think it was um, in Cub Scouts at Bellows wow. Beach. You know, just turning around and riding away, wash straight, going straight towards the beach and landing wow. up on the sand, you know. Well, did you know, it for um, after that, yeah, we did venture to the Zippy's tray that, you know, because you couldn't take the board, um, you know, bodyboard on the, the bus. So, you know, That's tray, right. I tray was all right to See, take. So, yeah, you got stories right there. Uh, wow. Yeah, we used to go Bruh! to Waikiki Walls. Uh, there was Jack in the Box across Waikiki Walls. So we just oh. go to Waikiki Jack in the Box and we'd get yeah. the tray there and just go right across, you know. Wow. I just go to Walls and, you know, do the whole tray thing. But, uh, so yeah. were you a record buyer? Before you, you wanted to get into it, were you just a collector of music and you know records were this the thing? Collector, record collector, right? Yes. Uh, music lover, yeah. record collector. Yeah. Uh, then later into the turn into a whole club kid thing, right? And then you know the DJing from there, right? Know, just having opportunities with other friends that wanted to promote and right, you know, uh, yeah. First turntable you ever got? For um, actually, my first job was at Shirakia. So I was there my junior oh. in high school in uh, electronics department, right? Audio video. So Oh, lucky. That, yeah, I was like, so not even a job. I was like, just going to work and playing with t toys every day. You know right. Right? Yeah, so what, I was year was, what year was this? Yeah, this was um, in about 87. Oh. 87, oh. for about 90, well, till 91, yeah. 92. Oh, so this is a prime Nintendo. Time? Right, 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 right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They, so they were the first to get like Game Boy and other things. Yeah, right? weren't they the like, first guys? I, or not, I, not, I, no, but they were getting a lot of the new like video games. I would go there. Probably like, so. Japanese branded stuff. Oh, exactly for that. Yeah, yeah the yes, Japanese yes, yes. branded stuff. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. Bandai right. and all that. Right, stuff. right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Bandai. Yeah. 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 So got my first pair of 12s, um, you know, very good discounted price because of my manager. So sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's it. And so then from there, when did you start saying, okay, I'm, you know, I, I want to play out. I want to play in public in a club. When did that begin? Um, I had this thing with a couple guys that we surf with in concessions, and uh, they're mostly Mwalu guys. And um, they, we were going, we were venturing out to Pink Cadillac a lot on Thursday nights and Friday nights and yeah. Saturday nights, you know. Um, and uh, a lot. But then there wasn't so much the rap scene, the hip-hop thing. It was a lot of alternative 80s, you know, yeah. back then. So it was yeah. all the Depeche Mode, Erasure, yeah. The Cure, you know. Remember Skinny Morrissey. Puppy? Yeah, Skinny Were you Puppy. at that concert? No, I didn't go. Oh, okay. I snuck into that concert. That but that, that, that's, yeah, yeah, really on the industrial. Yeah. Right. I didn't know what side. I was doing in there, but that was good. <laughs> Skinny Puppy. Shout out Skinny Puppy. Anyone remember <laughs> the old Radio Free? Because Radio Free played that a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Radio Free was totally one of my favorite stations. That was and, the uh, prime Yeah, probably Hawaii's best. Right. Yes, yes, yes. So old, old spot, and you, you know, being a club kid, you went to all that. You mentioned a bunch of them, like about Limelight, Wave. Right, right. And Lime you would eventually Light, play wave. at these places too, right? Um, yeah, 1739. I did, uh, 1739 with Flash, yeah. And oh, yeah, then, that was um, Flash, yeah. right. After, oh, that was before Flash. Actually, me came the pro director at Wave. Oh, okay. Because you know, so, yeah. Flash was a bartender, right? That's where I believe he started up, because, yeah, yeah. He, was, he, okay. was, he was behind the bar at 1739 at that time. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then Fusions. Yeah, Fusions at um, uh, Club Kids, you know, on right. Sundays, where I had, uh, you know, uh, Daniel J, Felix, Passion, you know. Hey, um, shout out Passion. Daniel, yeah. you know, yeah. all the great, you know, yeah. um, old school, like, uh, original house. Is, uh, great know, 90s. House DJs. Right. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. Passion would play, always, we would always have, like, the, the, the one Sade record that no one figured out how to get. He'd always have these weird. Right, right, right. And we didn't have MP3s, right? So right, we're like, how oh, did you right. get this record? Totally, Kiss of Life totally. remix with Top Billing on it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yep. So, like, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Shout out, Passion. And then you you DJ at Nick's Fish Market. Um, yeah, Back there uh, was an opportunity with uh, because of Lucas. So uh, Lucas has uh, right. Universal Joint. Universal Joint. Universal that's right. Joint was there. Yes. Yeah. And so we pretty much uh, we Shout started out DJ there. Drama. I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's when I he met um, Drum, uh, Drama, and um, Sub. 
Yeah. T um, Bourne was there. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Gary Owen, a whole bunch of others, you know, before in that time. Um, I believe from Universal Joint, we then took it to Lure Street, which was uh, uni- uh, Virtuals. Virtuals, wow. Virtuals for like a couple years. Yeah. Then we took it, I think we came down this side to um, Blue Room. Then we yes. took to Blue Room. That's right. Yeah. Shout out Brother Frank, who we're right, going to talk yeah. about because that Hip-hop was the whole... Hip-hop time machine, yeah. Hip-hop got, time machine. That's one point so where uh, at that time, like, a lot of um, industry people, owners now, yeah. we were all at that same spot at that time. Yeah. And it's now that they totally express themselves into like... Um, Putting legit business together, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So information and yeah. you know, fitted and that was all the basis of that. Yeah, kicks. you know, kicks. Right, 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 right. right. Blue Room was such an interesting spot too. Like if you guys remember the Blue Room, it's where what is what is that Blue Room now? It's at uh, um, it was like well, here we go. Let's let's really date this. It was across from Circuit CompUSA. Right. It was there. It's behind and kind of bevy. Yes, like, it's in that area, right behind it. And it was owned by some some Japanese rich guy. He was a, he was actually an and artist. He was an okay. artist. Uh, but so that was his little. I mean, he had a lot of money, so that you know he could afford to just yeah, open this little thing. He would showcase his um, you know his art on the walls and such. Right. But he would want to have musically have um, you know parties involved. So yeah. I don't know somehow all the loop of things. All of us got. We're there, you know. Yeah. And we pretty much started those Fridays, Saturdays. Right. Cause it was open during the Sundays. day. And yeah, like it there was, was nothing it was. going on it during was, the day. It was, it was, it was just, just like a lot um, of fancy artsy lights and right, paintings, and right, then like right. nobody was in there. And then all of a sudden, we turn into right. this club. And nighttime, yeah, there's hundreds of us, you know. Right, right. Yeah. And then turn into grumpies. Yes, grumpies. Yeah. Got, mm-hmm. So, was that uh, was that your first time working with Frank? Shout out, brother Frank, who. Um, I believe machine. that was. Although I think we had something before that. Okay. Um, when it comes to Frank, he's unreal with these dates and specific times. I, right. I, I don't have no understanding right. how he does it, but that's something that he does. So I know if he was here right now, he could definitely tell you what come. we did before that. Yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah, I think we did something before that. Uh, but uh, right, right, right. That's right. There was there was that, and then Grumpy's then turned to various things, and then that led to the whole. Everywhere was having something like Eurasia. And then we'd have the, the architects events. And right. we have just, that was the early 2000 right. kind of time. Room. You and I did the living room. Living room, that's right. right. We were down there. We opened that's from 12 right. to 4 o'clock in the morning. That's right. Yeah. right. You and me? Yeah. When did we first meet? Do you recall this? I have a story about I was going to reveal. I don't, but, but I remember, you know, the whole Aquas thing. You know, I, th- I want to say it was, was probably it because of an architects event. I want to say. Probably. Right. And at record uh, stores? Or, or probably maybe even before that, but we didn't yeah. really... DJ with each other. We didn't. Yeah. We didn't know what you know. You Do you know. remember the first time we DJ together? You remember this? I told you this. I was going to reveal this story to you. I if know. You remember I know. This. So I was kind of thinking, you know, throughout the night. Um. <laughs> it's a place that does not exist anymore. Uh, but I there's knew, something. I knew over. it'd be one of those. Okay. Uh, okay. We, we named a million of them, but okay, it was at John Dominus. I was just about to mention okay. that. Okay. And that was, you remember this? That was for um, Stone That was for Grant, for, for Stone Groove. Shout yeah. out G-Dog. Yeah. So yeah. we did the, there was a party every Friday night at John Dominus, which they never had DJs there. If you guys remember John Dominus, it's a very high-end seafood place that had a bridge. And then you would go in there and they, they would call it, what would they call it? They, they call it like, like Studio 54. Right, right, right. They right. would call it Studio 54 because that was, that was like trending back in like 2001. And that to play like 70s. 80s, 80s, freestyle dance. Just freestyle dance, mm-hmm. R&B, not so much hip-hop we were allowed no, to play. No, no, no. So then it was Grant and, and I doing it. And then Grant was like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm too tired to play anymore. Can, 
who do you think we can get to play like 80s? Who do you can get to play like New Wave? And you were the exact first person to come into my head. Like, well, let's get Curtis. You can do him. You can get him all the records. And there we go. That's how we started doing I that do thing. I do remember, yes. That, uh, and you remember when K- KQMQ, they did a live feed? Oh, my gosh. I at do. this, Was that the most ridiculous thing? It was. So they brought in, I don't, it wasn't Kathy with a K or anybody. But it was, no. it was, it was, uh, I was trying to think of her name. Some gal, right. And then we're, oh. they're doing live from KQMQ. We're, we're at John Dominus. And then the girl kept telling us of how to play the songs and what breaks. <laughs> they, and, yeah, you remember this? Yeah, because and, they had it. They wanted to do it like a radio format. Where right. everything was timed and such, and we are club DJs. We we don't we're so we're not used to that. <laughs> yeah, we're looking yeah. at her so like get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> but we're all we're live on the air playing. I don't even know like they were the music was still playing with the lyrics and they're talking and like this this is not radio PC and it's like that was going on. That was just a ridiculous. I was not thing. prepared. I had no idea. Neither was no, I. We, we were supposed to be formatting in that. That we didn't pay us extra for that. So yeah, no, was it packing? No. They were packing it out. Back in the day, it was crowded. It was pretty it was packed. crowded. There, yeah. there, by midnight, there was a line outside. It was early two so. thousands. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. And then they had the valet outside, and it was it was right. majorly and packed. And for the millennials that are listening, this is fifty three by the sea. Correct. It's the location yes. of yes. fifty three exactly. by the sea. Yes, right? yeah. fifty three yeah. by That's the sea. John Thomas, yeah, yeah. right there. Because mm-hmm. it was, there was another thing that was trending was having that, the the beginning of the bougie was there at that right. late nineties two thousands where right. you, you you're gonna come up dressed up, like very dressed up. Cocaine's a possibility. And then you go in there and you just, you just look beautiful. That was not really the thing in the late 90s, 2000s, where like the W Hotel, if you remember sure. that. Yes, and I was there for about three years. Right? Yeah, and then in a small we, room. And they were always telling us we can't play hip-hop in there. We have to play only R&B because hip-hop will bring the bad people. So we can't play the hip-hop. <laughs> so we had to play the R&B. Always, They're telling us it's ridiculous always. crap. They told us, Grant, Sub, Zero, and I were there. You remember a guy by the name of Giorgio? I remember guess that guy? everybody would remember right? Giorgio. Yes, yes, exactly. So he would always come up, don't play the hip-hop, don't play, they don't like it, they don't like it. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, we won't play it. So then, then we transitioned to uh, John Dominus. And then we went in there. And then I was like, you know, who's the guy I can, I can call to, to pull the trigger on the new wave in the 80s? And he had it. And you really do have, and you had all these things, like all like in sleeves, like all in good condition too. I'm like, huh, how are you doing this? It, all in good condition, you can sell what? But then you had that, and that was the one time where we played. I don't know if we did. We play any other places? I don't know. Oh, not the specific genre of music. I not that one, so. right? That yeah. Was a, that was the last. Time that was that was, that was, yeah. that was pretty fun though. Yeah. Just listening to your stuff because it's all it's like I, totally you the. You pretty not. much had the same thing, man. I had to look in your crate and make sure I didn't play the same record. Well, you know, but then you always had that one New Order remix that was always the oh, okay. one to take it over the top. <laughs> okay. well, that one Depeche Mode, you know, white label is what they call it. The, the old people call it. So b- besides. <laughs> Besides, besides the, 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 you're a collector of other things I got to get into before uh, that are records. Like you collect what else besides records that you're a big fan of? Uh, I grew that, up uh, watching Star Wars. So yeah, right. That's one of yeah. my greatest yeah, movies, you know, at, at my, um, my genre or generation, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, definitely Star Wars when I was younger. Um, one of my greatest um things to play with was Lego because, uh, you know, there you go. my mom would sit me down and for hours I would just be sitting on the ground with my Lego pieces and um, I would be a collector. Um, I would always choose a space Lego, you know, with the blue and the gray, a yeah. lot of the space Lego back right, then, you know, right, because right. I had those pieces that would look like wings and so I would try to make Star Wars 
right. ships, you know, like right. the Millennium Falcon. Like, I was forever trying to oh, make right. the Millennium Falcon all those pieces, With just the you pieces, know? yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so now there's... Fast forward now. There's Lego now that's specifically made for right. these kits, right? Right. And it's, like, crazy. So, right. you know... Um, DJ Jedi buys them all. DJ Jedi, yeah, I can't even keep up with him. Man, I was gonna you know, say, who's better like, collection? You're Jedi, uh, no? Yeah, Jedi. Yeah, he's, yeah. He lives up to his name, man. It's he's got the storage room. Uh, yeah, I believe so. <laughs> that in his records. Hawaii storage. Hawaii self storage for the win. <laughs> he, did he get rid of his <laughs> records, or does he still have? No. Yeah. He no, still, still got his records. Okay. Yes, yes, for I believe so because when we had our event just last month and next right. door, uh, yeah, he had to uh, break his back. He was saying. To yeah. bring it back out again. Yeah, what, what was he so talking about? He's like getting out of retirement. I never knew he was thing. retired. That's yeah, exactly. What, what is he trying to do? He's trying to just no spoof idea. this whole thing. But yeah, Jedi was there. Yeah. Um, Jedi was there. Uh, Revise was there. Right. Um, drama. Stone Groove. Drama was there. Blam. Um, along with yeah, DJ Blam. Right. So what was the, what was the idea behind Hip Hop Time Machine? Now that just took place March 23rd. Right. Of this year. Yeah. Um, our first event was actually last year. I believe it was yeah. in May. Yeah, uh, that was that encore we had. Yeah, the first annual. Um, with my boy Frank, that's uh, you know using Hip Hop Time Machine. Uh, his thing or envision was that, um, you know, social media. He saw my posting on Instagram that I, you know, majorly post all my records, my record collection. Yeah. I started with just pictures back in the past. Then I eventually moved to you know, doing video. You know, right. So, um, you know, because I was thinking, for people that don't know the record or don't know the song, right. it'd be nice to listen to listen it so to they can it. actually yeah. hear yeah. it at exactly. the same time. You know, yeah. right? They don't have to go. And do some research exactly, where it's like right. YouTube and type it in or whatever, you know. Right. But uh, so, yeah, that's the whole thing. But uh, he was like, hey, Chris, you know, um, would you want to, like, try and do an event? I said, of course. I'd love to have an event. You know, as us guys, 40-plus years of age, we hardly go out anymore. Um, sad to say. But, um, you know, we got, we got other lives out there. Not, not like where we're like when yes. we're 25 and Good. such, you Good know. jobs. So we're yes. out to go out, out there and, you Employment. know, party, yeah. party, party. But right. it was our thing to um, just pull our old friends out there, you know, with us. Okay. And, um, just to get us up once more to, you know, a, a place. Right. Yeah. Excellent event. I mean, I think the, the, the one that this passed in, in March, it, it, got, it got bigger. It definitely did get bigger. It, it, yeah, it got yeah. way more ex entertaining. Yeah. From the first event, we saw that these, um, these guys, old two guys, our friends, and these new cats, you know, um, new yeah. generation, they're, they're, yeah. they had to, they were break dancing on the, on the concrete, you know, in the right. back courtyard of there. So, right, right, you know, right. we kind of thought like, hey, man, we're heading that direction. I don't want them to be, you know, and it, it worked. getting hurt on the concrete. So, right. you know, we figured out, find a nightclub, you know, with a nice dance floor and stuff. No, that was, that was excellent. Was, so. That was an excellent yeah, event. Yeah. Thanks for everybody I mean, for coming out that did. I mean, that, just to see everybody all in one spot, it was like a, like a reunion situation. That's, what, right? that's exactly what so we wanted to do. So a lot of comments, a lot of jokes, a lot of a lot of commentary. Uh, just to see, you know, Jedi out playing records, that's a situation. And then you guys are playing now for the people that are, you guys are playing vinyl. You guys had. That's the thing that I want to, um, you know, have my circle of DJs along with us was that. Um, vinyl. The thing is that you no laptops, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to break your back and bring get vinyl. Get the hand truck ready. Yeah. Get the cart. So, you know, right? these are the guys that I knew, you know, I could work with. Uh, we set up four turntables so that, you yeah. know. We could do the two by two thing and work off of each other live right. and you know mix off of each other and just right. keep the dance floor going you know, right, throughout right. the night. Um, and yeah, that was something special and um, that I in, you know insisted for them to come on and play. Yeah. That this is what you need to do. Yeah. So yeah, they yeah, you know they're that was you fun. Know, yeah, very excited to come in and get involved. And right. uh, yeah, they saw the turnout and um, yeah, it's it good. Was, it was yeah, it was very excellent good party. I, I gotta say that you know even even Frank who gets you know he gets very. I don't even want to say far worse than drunk. I think he was far gone, but he still <laughs> kept it together. He's still the businessman that he is. He kept it together, and he held a 
yet another great event. So is, hopefully it's the next year will be uh, the next one, right? We're in debates. Or we're in talks. We're going to do a one, another one this year? Um, no, probably not this year. Okay. So. It's a great um, annual party, so... If you keep yeah, it I mean, we'll just keep it at that, you know. Yeah, it'll be excellent already. My back is still retired. Right, you know exactly. I mean? <laughs> yeah, creeps. There's so many new hand trucks you can you come know. up. Exactly. Yeah, going home at you know, three o'clock in the morning after I break everything Forget down. Forget it. Oh man, it's almost eleven but o'clock now. I want to get it. out of it here. Was, it was well <laughs> worth it, you know. So thanks to everybody that did come out and support. Yes. Vinyl, you know, is vinyl. Exactly. <laughs> Sky, you got any? I know you're 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 into a lot of different music. And any any questions you have for this gentleman? He's got a lot of different. Well, we talk about hip hop all the time. I'm a I'm a big new wave fan too. So like, uh, do you have like a Mount Rushmore of new wave groups? Because I'm I'm a big '80s fanatic. I have my own like music trivia game that we play on this show. You know, nice. Hootis. Nice. I created like a whole new wave genre just for that show, just for that just for that that category. So, but do you have groups that you feel are the unsung heroes, the underrated heroes of new wave that? You know, you want to, like, you feel that people don't know but no. should know. Because everyone goes to New new Order. Everyone goes to Cure. Everyone goes yeah. to Depeche. Depeche They're Cold. kind of like the cliche choices at this point, right? Yeah. But there's the so, much, it's yeah. so much It's so much deeper than that in the New Wave genre. There are a lot of oh, yeah. groups that, um, in, I don't even think they made actually albums. Oh, it, really? it, was, it was just 12-inch, these dance singles that they put out. Is there that stuff that is there stuff the that the general club. public you can recommend that the general public like myself can get that's not white label albums? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's other groups. <laughs> well, the generals. There's other groups like Susie and the Banshees. Susie and that's the Banshees. another, oh, yeah, that's another great group, you know, yeah. along with the Cure and stuff. Um, Are you a Yaz fan? Yeah, yeah. I love or Yaz. They, Yaz like, I think Yaz, Yaz is one of those one of those groups that nobody talks about, you know. But yeah, they know but the if songs. You, if, if you play that song, everybody will yeah. know it. Yeah, it is a familiar song. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. They don't even don't go. Like, right, right, right. Like in a DJ session, but I just was wondering if you had any other like uh, groups that you were like, like industrial, like along yeah. with Skinny Puppy. There's like yeah. Front Two Four Two that was really good. Yeah. Right, right, um, right. There's Nitzer Ebb. Nitzer Ebb put on some really good like hard like dance floor like bangers. You know. Right. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot out there that's. Not coming to the top of my mind right now, but uh, well, you mentioned a good a point where you have these singles that they come out with. Much like in hip hop, there's a lot of groups that just come they out just with singles and, and they don't have an album or full album. But then we still remember that one song from like the mid '90s that was a hit. Right, Similar right, situation right, right. in all genres of music. Right, you got right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So like, it, what would be your what were your go tos when you uh, at Hip Hop Time Machine? What did you play? Uh, what records did you play? Um. Then you go to the the usuals Let like your, see, your heavy yeah, hitters. I, yeah, well, Grant Stone Group. You want to hear yeah. electric relaxation? You know, even though he there wasn't there, but he did request that, so I made sure oh, I played it. Um, oh, yeah, uh, ninety three to infinity. Right. Um, you know, of course, tribe. Um, um, what else? Did I play? Is there stuff like you know DJs always entertain themselves by throwing in a deep cut? You know what I mean? Like for like it's like a wink to the other people that know in the crowd, good know the music. You know what I mean? Is there any? I kind of do. I kind of read, read right? the crowd, but I don't want to lose them so much because I know I can with ah, going too okay. much underground. Right. All right, right, all right. But uh, for a night like that, what I did start out, you know, I'll play more underground stuff. Although right. underground most stuff, you know, uh, with Talib and yeah, Common yeah, yeah. and um, so less um, of the mainstream in the blase, beginning. Blase, blase. There you go, blase, blase. Right. Yeah, you know that's the stuff that. Right. Because at that kind of crowd, you it, it's yeah. it's fun because you don't really have to worry because you know everybody's down for this whole situation. So it's, you can just build them, right. build them, build them, and then you know at the late end of the night, 
you just hit them with the heavy hitters, and then everybody's happy and exactly. get out of there exactly. three in the morning. It's keeping the momentum. Right, right, yeah. right. Got it. M- more the up-tempo kind of beats and stuff <clears throat> rather than the down-tempo head bobbing. Right, yeah. right. See, we didn't even get the down-tempo. That was a whole yeah. other thing. Gosh, that's a whole that's another 30 minutes. Tried, Forget yeah. it. But then that was the thing that we got into, too, because if yeah. you remember that period without trying to, you know, DJ Vadim. DJ yep, Crush, Crush, Moax. Yeah, Moax, Ninja Tunes. Ninja Tunes. We got we got to shout yeah. them out because that was yeah. the thing that kind of Ubiquity affected all of us. with all the acid jazz. Right. You know, that was so yeah. late 90s, right? Yeah. That's when we kind of all checked out of hip-hop like in like 97. Yeah. And then all of us got into that whole situation, and then we kind of got drew back in. So, yeah, got to shout out the down-tempo. Definitely. We do a down-tempo night. Down-tempo, yeah. You think anybody show up for that? Acid jazz lounge. <laughs> yeah. You think <laughs> anybody? <laughs> we'll just do it and then just see what happens, and then yeah, we'll right. just compare records. And <laughs> God, that would be sad, isn't it? It'll be fun, Mike. It might be fun. I don't know. It it might be there might be somebody out there. It's gonna be we're not the only two guys. I think we can just get a you know three more and then we might have a party. Yeah, then that's yeah. a party. Right. <laughs> Every week we change the genre. Down tempo, then we go new wave, then we go goth, and we just see what happens. Yeah. Keep that in mind. All yeah, good. so you're brainstorming live. So <laughs> any any final any final comments to uh give slant sky? Any? Caught me right in the middle of eating a Sakai company dessert. Hey, well shout there out there. <laughs> Yet another great uh, segue. Once again, delicious. shout out to our sponsors, Sakai and Company, who this week we have the ube, which I didn't know was, was a sweet potato. Okay, now sweet potato. So I didn't is this know. an I'm ube sorry. melting moment? Oh. Is that what this is? Ube cookies, right? All right. Wait, what? I guess. It's a, you know, it's like a take on a melting moment. I, I mean... A melting moment? Isn't that what it's called? What does that mean? In front of the lights? What does that mean? Melting moment? It's like a, it's a style of cookie. Okay, sorry. It's a style of cookie, man. Noted. Sorry. Hashtag Ono. Thank you. Yes. Get out of that. So anyway, shout out to Sakai and Company for the Ube cookies. Every, every week we got desserts. We got things going on. Uh, let, 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 let's close it out, Sky. Shout out to yourself. Hey. Sky Cameron, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. The Somalia to the stars. Hey, you guys. He's the man behind the camera. He's the right. Gilman. I'm, the, trying uh, to, I'm, t- I'm trying, trying to channel your anger and, and bring it out. Well, you know? good luck. Much like Star Wars. I'm trying and to. Br- <laughs> so we didn't talk about Star Wars that much. We're like, okay, new, before we go, new trailer. You like yes. it? Yes. What did you think of that trailer? What did you think of the new Star trailer? Are you excited or are you just saying, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna piss off I'm everybody excited. again? There we go. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm trying to be positive. I, there we go. Let's go. Were you down on Last Jedi? Oh yeah. Were you? Uh, Were you part of the hashtag Not yeah. My Star Wars movement? Uh, no, no, no. no, really? Wow. Okay. God, we bring this up now. Okay, sorry. Right. Sorry, it's Curtis, I'm sorry. It's a whole nother episode. I'm sorry, when we do the episode nine recap, we'll... Stein, will you come, come back, back when we do our, our uh, Rise of Skywalker review for the new sure. movie? Why not? Sure. What the hell? And then we're sure, going to have right. Grant Capona Conojo oh, in great. here. Wonderful. The contradicting... Uh, he's not yeah. <laughs> let's, let's not shoot everybody down right now, but let, let's, let's get out of here. Curtis, Slant... Woo! Thank you, brother. Thanks That's for right. me, man. Hawaii legend. Hawaii legend. Yes, exactly. Let's get out of here. Sleep time's over. Thank you for listening to Sleep Time's Over. Time's over. No sleeping tonight.